I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, August 22nd. I hope you're having a good start to your work week. We had a great weekend. Uh, We had a great day yesterday in church. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But we're glad to have you with us on this Monday. The sun's coming out. Uh, We had some rain this morning. It's a beautiful day, and God is so good. Uh, We welcome you on the radio, 95.9 FM. And those that are listening to the radio app and those on our podcast, we welcome you. And then those uh, watching today on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us. I hope you're doing well today. Uh, Yesterday was a great day at church. We had good services, good spirit, good attendance. We had some uh, folks that joined the church yesterday. That was a blessing. And uh, the choir was great. The special music was just wonderful. Just a great day. And uh, I thank you for being in church. And if you missed the service, uh, I hope you were able to tune in online. I hope you were able to listen on the radio. If not, I hope you'll go back. You can always watch the archive. It's on our website, uh, vbcrr.org, or you can go to our church Facebook page and you can watch the services. Uh, Yesterday morning, I was in the book of Nehemiah. We're going through that book on Sunday mornings. And then Sunday night, we were in the book of Psalms. And I finished up last night, Psalm 119. Now, there are 176 verses in that Psalm. And it took us, I want to say, probably 30, 25 or 30 weeks uh, to go through because there are 22 sections in that psalm. And uh, it, it helped me. It was a blessing. And that psalm is all about the Bible. It's all about the Word of God and uh, David's relationship with the Word of God. And I hope that you enjoyed last night. I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to this week. I'm looking forward to Wednesday night. We will be back in the book of Revelation. We're going through that series on Wednesday nights. And uh, I'm looking forward to a great week uh, together. Uh, by the way, did you get some rain this morning? morning. Uh, we got some here in Roanoke Rapids, but I was watching on that that uh, radar, and it was just kind of all over the place, and uh, I heard some thunder this morning. I think it was about five o'clock. That thunder was rolling, and uh, I don't think we got a lot of rain from that, but a little bit later on, the rain came through, and uh, I hope that uh, it was good for your, your garden. I guess if you got anything left in your garden, but right now, uh, we really need to uh, pray for uh, the farmers. They'll have enough rain and uh, my, uh, my grass this summer, it seems like the grass has grown very well. But this last week when I mowed, I could tell it's starting to get dry again. And uh, the Lord always takes care of us, doesn't he? And I thank the Lord for the rain. I thank the Lord for the beautiful day today. Happy birthday yesterday to Dale Allen. And happy birthday yesterday to Erica Friday. Hope you had a wonderful day. And then a happy anniversary yesterday to Albert and Teresa Etheridge. Hope you folks had a wonderful day. God bless you. Let's pray today. Pray for our church. 
Uh, pray for our school. Let's pray for all of our staff. Pray for all of our ministries and pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country. Pray for the United States of America. Pray that God would send revival. Here's a great song. Uh, we love to hear Andrew and Mary Beth Jones, and they come every year in February. They're on the schedule for next February. I think next year, I think they're going to be here for our Saturday evening valentine banquet and then be here all day sunday to sing that'll be a special treat and we'll look forward to that here's a great song all of your heart and i hope you enjoy the song and then after the song we'll get into our bible study in psalm 127.
Amen for that. Aren't you glad that uh, Jesus loved you with all of his heart? You know, we're commanded to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we should. But I'm glad that Jesus loved us with an unconditional love, an everlasting love, a, a sacrificial love, a love that took him to Calvary and, and, and took him to the cross, but kept him on the cross. He didn't have to stay on that cross, but he stayed on the cross because he loved you. Oh, how he loved you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? I'm so thankful for his great love. Psalm 127, I want to finish this up today. We've taken some time in this psalm. It's been a blessing. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is another one of the songs of degrees or the, uh, the songs of ascension as they traveled to Jerusalem. And they got to Jerusalem. They traveled up uh, to the temple there in Jerusalem and they would worship the Lord and they would sing and they would recite these psalms. Verse 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. We saw uh, the importance of, of Christ. Uh, your life, my life must be built upon Jesus Christ. Uh, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Uh, build your life upon Christ and let Christ build and let Christ uh, add and let Christ uh, continue to work in you and through you. You get saved and you get your foundation, but that's not the end of the building. Uh, that's salvation and that's eternity in heaven. But God wants us to build a life uh, for his honor and for his glory. So we need Christ in our building. And then we looked for several days, we looked at the importance of children. Children, verse three, are an heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Children are not a burden. You say, mine are. Well, they shouldn't be. Children are a blessing. God has given us, God has given us a reward, uh, not a punishment. And children are in heritage and they are compared to arrows. Arrows in the hand of a mighty man. Uh, by the way, uh, mom, dad, uh, that's a uh, teacher, coach, pastor, youth pastor. We're, that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be mighty. We're supposed to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You know, one reason why children, I believe, don't reach their potential is they don't have mighty men and mighty women that are instructing them. And they don't have uh, godly, sold out, dedicated, consecrated Christian parents and teachers and, and adults and mentors that can show them and direct them the way that they should go. But as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Children are likened to arrows, and those arrows, we said, they must be uh, prepared, they must be sharpened, they must be released uh, to accomplish something great for God. But then I want you to notice in verse 5, it says, Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. And uh, what a blessing that, that God has given us children. Uh, what a blessing that God has given you children, maybe in your Sunday school class or in your, 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 your school class or on your soccer team or on your baseball team or on your bus route or in your junior church. But God has given you the opportunity to teach and to train and to instruct young people. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. But then notice what it says in verse 5. They shall not be ashamed but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. You see, children grow up. Children are the church of tomorrow. 
They are the next pastors. They are the next youth pastors. They are the next assistant pastors and music directors and Sunday school teachers and deacons and bus captains and fathers and mothers and prayer warriors and soul winners and givers. I think about in our church, and we have so many, I, I'm not certainly not going to be able to name them all. I'll name just a few that come to mind. But I think of some of the, the folks in our church that I know prayed for me every day. And they told me many times, they wrote it notes, I'm praying for you and your family today. I'm praying for our church today. I, I think about Miss Ruth Evans, uh, who passed away just a few years ago, went home to be with the Lord. There was a, there was a dear, godly woman who was a prayer warrior. I think about Mamie Pearson. Uh, just a few years ago that went home to be with the Lord. I know that that dear lady, I know she prayed. Uh, she told me often, she said, Pastor, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. I'm praying for our church. I think about Miss Drew that just a few months ago went home to be with the Lord. I miss her so much. I know you do too. But, but I know she prayed for me. She told me. Uh, I'd call her on the phone even when she wasn't able to come to church with her health. She said, I, I pray for you. I miss church so much. I can't wait to get back. I, I want to get back on that organ. I want to get back. And, and she was our choir director for so many years, and God used her. Well, we need some folks that will be raised up to replace those folks. I think about soul winners. I, I think about one of the first Saturdays I went out soul winning here at Victory Baptist Church when my family moved here. And may have even been before we moved. may have been when I came to visit uh, just right before we moved. But uh, we went out soul winning, and we had a whole group that went out soul winning. And after we got done, Brother Johnny Lassiter and Brother Alton Powell, they said, Pastor, if you have time, we'd like to introduce you to some of the shut-ins in our churches. So I'd go out with them on Saturdays after soul winning. I'd go out, and I'd meet the shut-ins. Now, those were, those were men that cared about souls. Those were men that would go out uh, soul winning, visiting. Uh, they, would, they would cut the grass for people. They would make deliveries for people. They'd do whatever they could to take care of people. Well, I tell you, we need a younger generation that'll grow up and serve God like those did. I think of so many in our church who are, uh, who are senior saints, but they are so faithful to give. Uh, I don't look at the numbers of who gives what, but a few years back, Brother Dan did a report, and it was amazing the percentage of people in our church that were 65 and up and how much they gave. I know their incomes are not much, Many of them lived on a, a fixed income, a very minimal income, but they were very faithful to give of their tithe and, and offering and missions giving and building fund and bus ministry. We need some folks that will grow up and serve God and, and, and pass the, the torch then to the next generation. It says in verse 5, they shall not be ashamed. It means they'll be confident with what they believe. We must teach them so that they will have confidence even when speaking with the enemies in the gate, they know what they believe. They're courageous. They stand for God. Uh, they're not afraid to proclaim their faith and trust in God. I love what it says in Philippians 1.20. Paul says, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Paul said, I don't want to be ashamed of Christ, but I want to have all boldness as I proclaim the truth of the Word of God. Psalm 127, it shows us the importance of building upon Christ. It shows us the importance of training our children to love God and serve God. But then can I tell you this? We must have a generation that stands for God, 
a generation that knows the Bible, a generation that knows what's right and that lives a life that is pleasing to God. The Bible says in verse 5, they shall not be ashamed. I hope you're not ashamed of Jesus today. I hope you're not ashamed of the Bible. I hope you're not ashamed to be a Christian. Can I tell you, we ought to let people know. We ought to let people know that not only are we saved, but we're glad about it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.